The United States Supreme Court has just responded to Donald Trump's application before the United States Supreme Court for a stay of the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals mandate of their judgment where the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals affirmed the lower court federal judge Tanya Chutkin's order denying Donald Trump's motion to dismiss the Washington, D.C. federal criminal case being prosecuted by special counsel Jack Smith on the frivolous grounds of absolute presidential immunity. You'll recall that last week, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals affirmed the lower court's order. In other words, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals found that Donald Trump is not entitled to absolute presidential immunity. What the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals said is that our mandate will issue. In other words, we're going to send our judgment back to the D.C. federal court and they can resume their proceedings unless you, Donald Trump, file an application for a stay with the Supreme Court of our mandate pending certiorari, meaning pending a appeal before the United States Supreme Court if they grant that. And you have until February 12th to do that. Donald Trump filed uh, the application for a stay before the Supreme Court on February 12th. I'll go over what Donald Trump argued in just a moment. So that was yesterday. And then today on February 13th, Chief Justice John Roberts of the Supreme Court um, has now given Special Counsel Jack Smith until 4 p.m. Eastern Time on February 20th to respond to Donald Trump's filing to the Supreme Court yesterday. So Special Counsel Jack Smith, in my view, will likely respond sooner than February 20th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. If Donald Trump got a deadline like that, Donald Trump will usually wait until the very last minute and try to do anything in his power not to expedite these proceedings. My expectation is that within the next 24 to 48 hours, but I think certainly this week, Special Counsel Jack Smith is going to file his position regarding Donald Trump's application for a stay with the Supreme Court pending certiorari. Let me just break this down. I'm throwing a lot of legal jargon and a lot of terms out there, but let me just explain this to you so you understand it. Right back in early December, the Washington, D.C. federal criminal uh, judge uh, presiding over Trump's criminal case, federal judge Tanya Chutkin, made an order denying Donald Trump's claim of absolute presidential immunity. Donald Trump claimed that all of his conduct relating to January 6th and trying to overthrow the results of a free and fair election fall within the outer perimeter of official presidential conduct. And he claimed, therefore, all of the uh, crimes that he's been charged with in the indictment 
must be dismissed. Federal Judge Tanya Chutkin rejected those claims. She found based on the history, text, and structure of the Constitution, there is no absolute presidential immunity for former presidents in criminal cases. Donald Trump then filed an appeal to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, and by doing that, that's referred to as an interlocutory appeal. What the law then essentially requires is that pending the appeal, the lower court proceedings get stayed. They get paused. You can't continue those proceedings. So the lower court, the Washington, D.C. federal criminal case, came to a pause. There was oral arguments before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. And finally, last week, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, in a 50-plus page order, agreed with the lower court, agreed with federal judge Tanya Chutkin, and rejected Donald Trump's claim of absolute presidential immunity. And when the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals made that uh, ruling, as part of their judgment, they gave Donald Trump until February 12th to seek a stay with the United States Supreme Court of the mandate of that judgment by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, or otherwise the Washington, D.C. federal criminal case would proceed because they would receive the mandate by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. So Donald Trump on February 12th filed with the United States Supreme Court, kind of waited until that last day because he's not trying to rush these proceedings, and he filed an application for a stay of the D.C. Circuit's mandate pending the filing of a petition for a writ of certiorari. Now, by doing that, that still keeps the Washington, D.C federal criminal case being presided over by Judge Tanya Chutkin uh, paused. As part of this application, Donald Trump made three arguments, um, or he made an argument that has three prongs to it uh, in order to have the application granted. This is the standard for a stay of a mandate um, that uh, has to be uh, demonstrated to the Supreme Court. You have to show that there is a likelihood that the Supreme Court would grant certiorari, and certiorari is like the actual appeal itself. Um, the next prong is that there is, you know, a, a chance or a likelihood that the Supreme Court would reverse what the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals did, um, that it's not a it's not a frivolous appeal is basically the standard if you want to go to the Supreme Court. Not necessarily that there's a high likelihood, but that there's a potential for a reversal. And then the third prong you have to show is irreparable harm that would be caused to uh, a, a party who's seeking the stay if the stay is not granted. When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling our Legal AF mugs and Legal AF t-shirts, and it's easy. So easy. All because I use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. 
Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. We use Shopify at store.midastouch.com and it has completely revolutionized our business. It allows us to easily manage our shop, view analytics, provide the best customer service, and streamline our entire online shopping experience from A to Z. We wouldn't be able to bring you all the products you know and love without Shopify, and we can't speak highly enough about it. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind all birds, Rothy's and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash legalaf, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash legalaf now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash legalaf. So Donald Trump's arguments yesterday were um, that we think there's a likelihood that the Supreme Court will grant certiorari, will hear an appeal on this issue. And Donald Trump said, look, special counsel Jack Smith previously um, said the Supreme Court should hear this on certiorari on an expedited basis. So, you know, we think that ultimately, you know, this is the type of case that you should hear the Supreme Court. Then Donald Trump argued that he thinks that there's a probability of reversal of the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals decision. And Trump goes into his frivolous interpretation of history and the Constitution that presidents should be treated like kings. And then Donald Trump says that the irreparable harm is that if he does, is not given immunity, a case would proceed where it would otherwise um, you know, be dismissed if he were to be entitled to that immunity. I'm just letting you know, those are those were the three main arguments that uh, that Donald Trump made. I think that it's ultimately going to hinge on prong number two of the stay application about whether or not there's more than a fair chance of, um, you know, whether there's a fair chance of reversal here. And I think the Supreme Court uh, will ultimately have to kind of dig into you know, dig into that prong right there. It, it would take um, five votes in order for this stay application to be granted. For certiorari to be granted, it takes four votes of the justices for the Supreme Court to hear certiorari, but it takes five votes, one more vote for this application for a stay to be granted. But ultimately, if they uh, grant a stay, you know, my assumption would be that they would grant certiorari. And if they don't grant a stay, it'll be interesting to see what they would do with uh, certiorari, which requires four justices. The stay requires five justices. And just if you're kind of complicated, if this feels a little complicated with the procedure, when Trump went to the Supreme Court yesterday, he did not file his appeal with the Supreme Court of the D.C. Circuit rejecting absolute immunity. All that's before the Supreme Court at this current moment is Trump's request for a stay with the Supreme Court. And he needs five justices to grant that stay, saying, Supreme Court, we need you to stay the mandate of the D.C. Circuit and keep the Washington, D.C. federal criminal case paused pending 
what we want to do next, which is then file a petition for certiorari. And that's just a kind of a big word of saying, then petitioning you uh, on an appeal to hear the actual ruling by the D.C. Circuit where they affirmed the lower court ruling and rejected absolute presidential immunity. In other words, for now, stay the proceeding. Then we're going to come back to you on the issue of absolute presidential immunity and will you or will you not then hear oral argument on that issue. The first threshold question is whether or not there's going to be a stay or a pause um, that continues. So next up is Special Counsel Jack Smith's response to all of this. And my expectation is is that Special Counsel Jack Smith um, is going to respond very, very soon. It'll be interesting to see how Special Counsel Jack Smith responds here because Jack Smith previously did seek expedited briefing before the United States Supreme Court, which the Supreme Court rejected. So is Special Counsel Jack Smith now going to say Supreme Court This really isn't something that you should hear. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals ruling was so powerful that um, there's no need to stay. There's no need to stay the mandate. Let's have it go back to the Washington, D.C. federal criminal proceeding. And then after this is all wrapped up, you should hear it, United States Supreme Court. Our, is special counsel Jack Smith going to say, look, Supreme Court, we know Donald Trump's game. This is all about delay, delay, delay. And he's going to seek to use you to delay these proceedings. You should be aware of that. So do not issue any type of stay of the mandate. Let's go back and have the D.C. criminal case uh, in federal court play out. And then after there's a judgment, you can hear it. Or does special counsel Jack Smith say, look, we do think that you should hear this. This is what I think Special Counsel Jack Smith, you know, you know, may do. We think that you should hear this, Supreme Court, but you should hear this on an expedited basis. You need to set oral arguments in February or early March on the issue of absolute presidential immunity. Sure, if you want to stay the mandate for another 15, 20, 30 days, set oral argument, though, um, by early March. Um, and let's have a ruling on this issue by, you know, mid-March, late April, so that the trial against Donald Trump can actually take place over the summer. So we'll see what special counsel Jack Smith does, but the Supreme Court is asking special counsel Jack Smith to file at least his response by February 20th, which would be, um, by next week. That's, uh, that's next Tuesday right there. So there is some time, but Jack Smith's going to file that. um, He's going to file it forthwith. Uh, We'll keep you posted as we learn more here, but uh, Supreme Court making that move, requesting Jack Smith respond by February 20th uh, in response to Trump's application for a stay. I'm Ben Micellis. This is the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe and have an excellent day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.